Welcome to the Mouse Whisperer, the podcast where we talk about computers and how to use them. I'm your host, Sean McCarthy, a computer consultant specializing in remote computer support. On this podcast, I'll share my experiences over the years helping regular, everyday people with their computer problems. I'll also offer helpful computer tips and anecdotes from my years in the field. Whether you're a tech novice or a seasoned pro, I hope you'll find something valuable on the Mouse Whisperer. In today's episode, we'll go over my journey with computers starting in 1980, working my way forward to today, and top it off with my reasons for starting this podcast. I hope you enjoy this episode, and will join us in the future for more. I've been working with computers since I was a kid in high school back in 1980. The school I went to was all the way across town, and each day I would have to wait until 5 or 5.30 or so for my ride home to get out of work and come pick me up. With nothing else to do for two or three hours every day, I quickly discovered the school's computer lab. The lab housed an old digital DEC VT-78. I can remember clearly the first time I sat down in front of the terminal and typed my name and hit enter. Syntax error was the message that displayed on the screen. What could that mean? Well, now I know that when the computer displayed syntax error, it was trying to tell me it had no idea what I was on about when I typed my name. The computer was expecting a command, and since my name is not a computer command, it replied with a syntax error to tell me my command wasn't formatted properly and to try again. But I didn't know that back then. In 1980, we didn't have the Internet, of course, so it was off to the library to look for answers. The next afternoon, I was back in the lab with a bunch of properly formatted computer commands to try, and that's how I solved my first computer error. Little did I know at the time just how many computer problems I'd solve over the next 40 years. In the late 1980s through the early 1990s, I made my living installing car phones, big clunky things that had to be mounted in the cars. Remember them? I made pretty good money at it, too, and tinkering with computers was just a hobby during that time. But then my whole world changed. Newfangled portable cell phones that you could hold in one hand came out, and they were all the rage. Almost overnight, my cell phone installation business dried up, and I needed to do something else, fast. In a bold move, I pivoted from cell phone installation to computer support, and I started making house calls, and that was the beginning of my computer support career. Back then... Computers were still relatively new and expensive, and most people didn't know how to use them. I quickly learned that there was a big need for computer support, and I soon built up a decent customer base. I was on my way. In 1996 or 1997, I don't recall off the top of my head, I started writing Compute This, a weekly newspaper column that ran in the Forum and Islander newspapers published on the east coast of Florida. In the early 2000s, the Forum closed and my column was picked up by the Hometown News, which still publishes my column to this day. It was around that time that I put together and ran my first seminar called Instinctive Computing, a two-day class where I went over the basics of computers and how to use them instinctively. That first seminar had over 30 people show up, and it was a smashing success. 1999 was a crazy year spent getting countless machines Y2K ready. I can vividly recall doing BIOS clock checks on one machine after another, fixing the machines that failed, and slapping a Y2K Ready sticker on the machines that passed. 
kind of irks me when I hear someone say that Y2K was a big nothing burger and a complete waste of time. When I hear people say stuff like that, I can't help but think, of course nothing bad happened on Y2K. I fixed it. Well, me and other technicians all over the world worked overtime to fix it, but if no one else is going to take credit for fixing it, I may as well. In the year 2000, I was struggling to support my young family. The cash flow I was earning fixing computers was sporadic and unpredictable. With a wife, a mortgage, and a two-year-old to support, I desperately needed a steady paycheck with benefits, and as luck would have it, I landed a job with GE Healthcare Systems supporting the Muse Cardiology System. Of course, I didn't know a thing about cardiology systems when I got the job, but I did know computers. Luckily, GE was patient and made sure I was properly trained, so by the time I left GE in 2007, I was a senior cardiology systems analyst remotely supporting the Muse system in hospitals all over the world. And I must say, the things I learned during my tenure at GE would become the foundation of my remote computer support business that I still run to this day. No, not the cardiology stuff. I haven't thought about the Muse system since I left in 2007. I'm talking about the things I learned about networking, printing, and remote access. Skills I rely on in my day-to-day -day tasks to this day. Using the skills I picked up at GE, I found that I could reliably connect to most computers remotely in just five or ten minutes, as long as the machine I was trying to connect to was powered up and connected to the Internet. It also helped if the caller spoke English and was lucid. But the bottom line was, I no longer had to drive on site to support my customers. The days of driving up and down the east coast of Florida, making house calls, were over. I could connect and do my thing from the comfort of my home office. And since 2007, I've been doing just that, taking calls and helping regular folks with their day-to-day -day computer issues without the need to go on site. I've been able to stabilize my cash flow to some degree, too. By offering my services for a reasonable annual fee with monthly checkups, and the commitment to remain on call for my clients, a service I still offer to this day. So why am I starting this podcast? I wanted to share my knowledge and experience with the world and help people make the most of their computers. And in 2023, we have some amazing AI tools that take the heavy lifting out of a project like this. In fact, for the creation of this podcast, I'm using an AI tool called Wondercraft.ai a tool that, after submitting a sample, reads whatever it is that I've typed in my voice and then parses it out into this podcast format. I love living in the future. The technology has come such a long way from my high school days, that's for sure. So, this episode is an opportunity to introduce myself and outline a bit of my background and qualifications. In future episodes, I'll be talking about a variety of topics, including how to troubleshoot common computer problems, how to improve your productivity on your computer, how to stay safe online, the latest trends in computer technology, how to choose the right computer products for your needs, and more. I'm excited to start this new journey, and I hope you'll join me. In this episode, we explored Sean McCarthy's journey from starting with computers in high school in 1980, becoming a computer support specialist, and even helping make computers Y2K ready, to landing a job supporting a cardiology system at GE Healthcare, 
and running a successful remote computer support business, then creating this podcast to share knowledge and help people with their computers. Thanks for listening to The Mouse Whisperer. We hope you enjoyed the show. If you have any questions or feedback, please leave a comment below or reach out on social media. And if you need help with your computer, be sure to visit Sean's website at computethisonline.com. You can also find Sean on social media at facebook.com slash compute this online. Subscribe to the Mouse Whisperer on your favorite podcast platform and leave a review. And please share the show with your friends and family. Thanks again for listening.